Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChambaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real time limits. Making their way into your ears. Comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you gonna And his partner, Philip Stevenson. Echo City, Khabib Community Center. I've got stories that are gonna blow your mind. Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. My name is Rob Florence and I am joined as ever by the main man, 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 the Stevenson Dream, the main man for the three tunes himself, the one and only, the one and only. They call him, his name is the man they call. Gerardo. How are you doing, mate? You all right? Peace and tip. Good to see you. Who's off the scene? You know, you well, mate. I've been hard in rehearsals. Difficult to find time to sit and walk about wrestling with your pals well, I have I have got my nose to the grindstone well I can see that you're, you've been busy and I look so media you're sure getting quite a lot of promotions all over Instagram it's all Facebook so it's a, a wee bit come out looking boys we need to try and- boys boys sorry I, I need to jump in this is going a bit fucking dodgy here boys sorry man let me oh, jump come on sorry 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 it's never usually like this when I've got cabled fucking connection here. Uh, let, me, let me jump to the living room. Keep on asking. Like, we need to keep this in because folk will be like, where's John? Keep on asking. Who's this random voice? We'll explain in a minute exactly what's <laughs> happening with John. We'll explain in a minute, right? We'll, we'll resume in a minute. We'll be back in a minute. Cool. Right, well, we're back. We're through in, a, well, in another room now. It's getting recorded from another a, room. That's a high-tech stuff that we're involved in here in that Chudira Wrestling Daft. And you might be wondering, where is producer John? Whose voice was that? Who did we hear there? Who is it? It's... You going to say your name? Say something, oh, it's, oh, it's me. Sorry, I thought it was good intro. Aye, it's me, Ryan. How's it going? It's, it's him, Ryan. I'm yeah, dying, Ryan's... John. Mate, I'm producer, dying, John. Producer Ryan has dropped in to help us out because John is away to Barbados on... Holiday out of the blue, he's away to Barbados just around about the same time where me and Grado have started asking questions about how much we're getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, that's a good point, mate. That is a very John very... is away to fucking Barbados. Aye, and by the way, apparently he's staying in the same street as Rihanna, he's got a maid, and he's gone to the fucking cricket and a fall cup tap. By the way, that's what he says, look out for a fall cup tap. And Grado, Grado's grafting away every fucking morning. Aye. I'm in there rehearsing for fucking 10 in the morning to 6 at night. Next week it'll be 10 in the morning to 10 at night. I'll be rehearsing and John's away to fucking Barbados. Exactly, mate. I, I, I get, 
I'm, I went I went to Aaron for my holidays. And by the way, he flew premium economy. I've not been on a holiday for so long. Exactly. No, I mean, I've even had a fucking holiday. No, you were in Largs. You were in Largs at the weekend. I was in Largs at the weekend. So He's course. away to Barbados. Can you believe it? Went to Largs at the weekend. Uh, went to um, Nardini's. Had some ice cream. Yep. That's good ice and cream I was saying to people, uh, I'm, I'm one of Grado's mates. He's favouring these parts, not it? Mm-hmm. What were they saying? They were saying, oh, we all love Grado running about here. All, the, all down this coast, we all love Grado. Awesome. <laughs> what kind of ice cream did you get in Nardini's? I like the tablet one. Mint chop chip. Oh, mate, I, why'd you get mint chop chip? Because it's a classic. Uh, ever since I was a wee guy, I would get mint chop chip ice cream for Nardini's. Ah, I get taste like toothpaste. No to me at Disney. Right, well, that's fine. No, no to me at Disney. Good for you. you. Know I mean? But that's because I use the Arm & Hammer whitening toothpaste that tastes like bicarbonate of soda. <laughs> is, is, is this a fucking, is this a read? <laughs> Have you ever tried the uh, Arm & Hammer? No, what is that? It's a fantastic new... Listen, guys, I need to tell you, we've got a big offer for you for Arm & Hammer toothpaste. What you have today is you need to go to the chief executive at Arm & Hammer's house at three in the morning, knock the door and tell them Grado and Rab sent you. <laughs> and you get 10% Knock the door with a baseball bat and tell them Grado and Rab sent you. Right, so, AI, so it's been... I've I'm just, she's annoying, but I'm going to need to turn off my bean machine in my fridge. It's doing my boxing. Well, I'll keep talking while you're doing that. I've missed you. I really have. And obviously, this is this is a, a really significant week. I'm looking here at the video version of this podcast that we're doing, and producer Ryan is sitting there. He's got an NWO T-shirt on. He's, he's in there. He's sitting there in the black and white. Yeah. The NWO T-shirt on, and it's a hugely significant week in the history of pro wrestling because we lost uh, Scott Hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Razor Ramon, uh, which is a, it's a funny one, isn't it? Scott Hall dying because obviously it's a big loss, right? But it, but it becomes a bigger loss the more you think about it, the more you actually think about who he was and where he was, and at what point he was a a a, a real big player in the game. That was like that was the time for me. You know what I mean? That was the time. I, I'm sure I'm not the only one. But ever since it's happened, or at least we got news that he was in life support, I've non-stop been watching Everton Scott Hall. You've probably not had time, Rabbit Ryan, I would imagine you're the same as me. The first thing I done was stuck on the ECW entrance with the Fujis. I've watched his year shoots. I've just been having a pure Scott Hall marathon, man. And you're right, mm-hmm. you don't actually realise what a loss is to wrestling, because for me, whether you're watching him in the ring, whether you're watching him in shoot interviews, where you he's doing anything, he is the coolest, the coolest, the, just the absolute coolest wrestler that's ever walked the planet. I don't care what you say. And I idolised him. Me and Shah idolised him, man. That We'd wrestle, go back to the tail and stick on something today with Scott Hall because he was just, he's just so entertaining to listen. Doesn't he give up? What he says, he's so honest. I love it, man. Just cool. Just so, so cool, man. We'll talk about Scott Hall more later, obviously, so we'll save some of our best stuff for later on. But I think, you know, we've obviously got a plan for this show about the things we're going to talk about, but I think ultimately we're going to be mainly talking about Scott Hall because um, in terms of big losses, um, wrestling history-wise, it's one of the the biggest ones, um, I would say. And it's one that... It's also one that kind of leaves a lot of people sad. Do you know what I mean? It leaves a lot of people. This isn't some 
fucking wrestler that burnt loads of bridges and, and loads of people fucking hated him and all that. You know what I mean? He was an important figure um, in the centre of a lot of stuff. And as I've said many a time on this show, I love Big Kevin Nash. You know what I mean? That's, so that's, that's Big Kevin Nash's, you know, big mate away. You know what I mean? So, uh, there's a lot of folk that are really affected, but that, that will be really affected. I know when I was at that Comic Con in Aberdeen on Sunday, I was with Booker T when he found it. Oh really? Aye. Uh, and he was, it's because I, I was he he had went to the toilet, and a guy had came up to the table and said, "Oh, Scott Hall's in life, life's." In fact, I don't even know if he had said Scott Hall's in life support. He'd said, "Oh, Scott Hall's not really." Was it when he had the three heart attacks or something? I think so, right? And I, you you know, what I'm like I'm always desperate to tell my story. Oh, he was an asshole to me. He was an aye, asshole, aye, aye. right? He was an asshole to me. And at this point, Booker T comes back for the toilet and uh, he reads his phone and finds out and he froze his phone in the ground and got really quite quite upset. Jesus. But of course, I've went, oh, oh, I had to totally change. I was like, fuck, I actually realised. I was like, no, hold on a minute, man. This is, you know, this is quite mm. intense, quite sad. It's going to be a big loss to professional wrestling. So he was cut up about it and he said there, there's going to be so many people that are right upset about it. Aye, definitely. Definitely, aye. So we'll, we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about all that as we as we progress through this uh, episode of Wrestling Daft. Uh, Arsenal came out to Razor Ramon's team train, by the way, in a second half against Liverpool. You got footage, yet, Ryan? No, I don't, mate. Was he John with her footage? Aye, John, John with her footage, but he would have the most low resolution, <laughs> the most bad quality footage possible. I wouldn't um, put you through that, boys. I wouldn't put you through that low quality stuff. Yeah, I'll just talk about it. And I'll tell you something else, right? 20 years ago today. Yep. Edo, one of your favourite matches of all time. Absolutely. The Rock versus Hulk Hogan. I couldn't believe that was 20 years ago. I saw that in Lad Bible. Which 20 also year? Mean, 20 year, know, mate? Which also means that it's 20 year the more since I got Molly, my first, no, my second, my first golden retriever. I totally remember everything about their two nights. That's nice. That's nice that they're connected. They two things in your I, mind. My mom and dad drove down to Leeds to pick up uh, Molly, and I remember they left me like a tenner to go to Morrison's, and I was able to stay myself. And I remember buying four double chocolate muffins, barbecue Texas barbecue Pringles, uh, or just normal barbecue Pringles. And I remember watching Mania and just being like, this is the best, The Rock versus Hogan. Plus, I'm getting a dog tomorrow. Yeah, that's brilliant. <laughs> you know what I mean? What a boss man, man. Remember when life was just pure. Oh, I'd love to go back to that. When man. life was as simple as that. When Aye. life was as simple as... It was bloody brilliant, man, when you, when your man dad went away and left you a bit of money and all that and you could get a takeaway in and everything and you, the house was yours. And it was just, I know. It was amazing. That's a fucking magic time, isn't it? That kind of stuff. Um... <laughs> I don't know why your man dad were giving me money right enough, but <laughs> yeah. Um, so he was uh, Dolph Ziggler. Obviously, is that won the NXT title since I've been away? What do you think about that? Big, oh, that's big, mad. Big, big rotten Dolph Ziggler. That's mad, man. I have got no time for Dolph Ziggler, right? Um, Thunder Rosa beating Britt Baker for the AEW Women's title. It's a mm-hmm. surprise, right? It's a surprise. I thought they were going to keep it on Britt Baker for a long, long time, but um, that was good. But uh, we were talking about, well, you and John were talking about real life heel face, face, heel turns. Yeah, before we get into that, did you ken who was who I got on the show last week? I don't even know. 
I thought it was interesting that you waited until I was near there to get um, the guy with the worst gimmick ever in the history of wrestling onto the onto wrestling daft. <laughs> well, I thought it made sense. I was driving up to Aberdeen and he texts me out the blue. Is this still your number, Gredo? And I went, aye. And he says, I miss you. I says, I miss you, Tay. You're available in half an hour to do a podcast. And he went, absolutely. And I went, well, that's ideal because I know that Rab is never, ever comfortable about getting old Nick on. So we had, we had a ball, but... No, he's a, he's a great character. I've heard a lot of great stories about uh, Nick. And um, obviously, obviously, when I'm I'm in character a lot on this show, it's kind of like... Aye, when, no, the way Jim Cornette has kind of has been in character ever since the day he's, he was born. He's in character as a cunt. Um, so, aye, so let's look at these real-life heel face, face, heel turns that people have been getting in touch with. Um, Andy has suggested Jade Goody. Um, obviously, Jade Goody was much a much-loved figure. And then there was a bit of the racism scandal, which mm-hmm. kind of flipped her heel. And then, you know, she really sadly, when you think about it, because she must have been super young, man, when you think about it now, really sadly got ill. And then that was a, that was a wee face flip. It's one of the ones I still kind of believe. I remember when she was ill and she was dying and there was a wee bit of me that was going, this can't be real, she can't actually be dying. Uh, rap, you know I what know I mean? exactly what you mean. Like, this, you, is, you know this I mean? is surreal. Aye. This is it's surreal. Like this lassie can't actually be dying. This is fucking mental. Aye. No, absolutely. It actually quite affected me because I tell you what, I was a big punter for Jade Goody. See, that, see, see when she was in Big Brother the first time round? I mean, she was, she just, was over she that, was just, that full summer. It was a summer of goodie, man. It was a aye, summer of goodie. Totally, and 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 she was she was just a young lassie. She, we didn't know. I'm a minion. Need need training how to conduct themselves and on telly like that. You know what I mean? Young and and it was a time. It was before people were constantly in front of cameras all the time and all that. And and just I just remember thinking, going. I remember I would read the newspaper headlines and that, and I would see things like Jade Goodies like just get months to live and all that. And I was going, I can't be fucking real, surely. And you imagine. Which we should be like these days with Instagram and Twitter and social media. I think she would. Have, I honestly think she would have been a star for life, probably. You know, what I mean? um, one way or another. Because she, she, you know, I can't even remember fully all of the stuff, but I remember after the, you know, and the stuff she said was, you know, oh, ridiculous. It was ridiculous and ignorant, but. Um, yeah, I think she did do the work after it to try and, you know. Well, sure she, sure she get um, told. In the fucking diary room. Aye, aye, aye. In India. Aye, that's right. You better get him. God, that's fucking unreal, isn't it, when you think about it? I know. That's right, I forgot. It was actually when the Indian Big Brother, wasn't it? Aye, it was on Indian Big Brother, and she basically got told in the diary room. So everything in her life, she, I mean, and even right to the end, obviously because of her two wee boys, she was filmed for the, the documentary. Aye. And, God, it was really sad. And I can I can totally remember watching a funeral live on the telly as and well. And was that nice... Dude, she was way as well towards the end, wasn't it? As well, who kind of looked after Well, was he nice? Was he nice? Was he no? I think so. That, that guy, Jack, was he no? I think he was. I think, oh, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Well, welcome to Jade Goody Daft. Um, but I, I'm pretty sure he was the guy, kind of wee blonde haired no, guy, and he looked, listen, after, he looked after the boys, isn't it? No, no, there was too much pressure on that boy. It, it, it was because um, he was still young and Jade died, and I think he wanted to play his part in being in Navy Boys' lives. However, Aye. I think it was within three months you were getting, you were finding footage of him coming out, Ken, it was on the Daily Mail that he was out night suit and he was getting home with women and all that, which you think, well, do you know what, he was a young boy at the time when you think about it. Aye, and also, honestly, situations like that and grief and all that can send you after the rails and all, you know what I mean? Well, that's it, uh-huh. So, um, anyway, thanks. <laughs> thanks for getting in touch with that, Andy. 
Here, did you listen to Wrestling Daft Scott Hall tribute program? You were talking about Jade Goody for 45 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Debating whether the ex-boyfriend was a fucking good guy or a bad guy. (laughs) Only fucking wrestling podcast to spend most of the Scott Hall episode talking about Jade Goody. Um, um, Cooper Van Cup says Germany in 1939 was a bit. That was a bit of a heel turn. I don't know. If anything, that was a, that was a really slow turn. That was like a slow turn. That was a. <laughs> Kyle says. Kyle says Grado. The fact he wasn't at a wrestling show last Friday has made him a heel to me. What wrestling show was last Friday? I'm not know. sure, mate. I, I, I seen that coming earlier on, and I thought maybe Grado no more than I did. You maybe will you maybe um. Advertised for something and never. No, I hope no. Um, no, no. I, I think the only I saw, I saw some Clyde Valley. Rest, or was Pro Two on? Was Pro Two? Pro Two may have been on. May have been Pro Two. I've been sent Pro Two's uh, latest show on YouTube. I've big Logan Storm, but I've not managed to catch it yet. Um, I'd like to see that. Ben says Craig White, say of Rangers, obviously open to interpretation whether he's a heel or a face. Well, I mean. I can tell you right now that that, that was a, that was a that was a heel turn. I remember. I mean, this is. I remember seeing him Blackpool the summer that he bought Rangers mm-hmm. and going, "Oh, Craig, thank you for everything. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for everything." I mean, it wasn't quite as bad as um, Ryan when he met Don, uh, Neil, Neil Lennon, Neil Lennon and Aston Lane last year. I mean, he, they, basically, uh, Ryan had slagged Lennon all season, and we bumped into him on a fit daft day out. And what did you oh, do with Neil no. Lennon? He got down on his knees and he kissed his horn. I, I I shook his horn and for some reason that I'll never I'll never get my head down, I, I kissed his horn. Like <laughs> went right down his fucking, knees, man. Went right I didn't go down on my knees. I didn't go down on my did. knees, mate. He went down on his knees and he went like that, Pew. I bent over a table, right? What? You bent over a table for him? What? Take, take, take for that, but you will. But I bent over a table anyway for Neil Lennon. Yeah, uh, horn. Scott McKenzie says VAR. Has made a a, a, a heel turn. Not for me. <laughs> Kieran Graham says Jeff Hardy's TNA heel turn in 2010 was underrated. I think it's a serious one, isn't it? Abyss talking about they for months and for it to be Jeff as a top guy in this enormous heel faction was very unexpected. Yes, Immortal was shite, but on that night the heel turn was fantastic. Were Immortal shite, Gredo? Who was Immortal again? I can't even remember that. Immortal? It must have been, I mean, it must be a stable, right? Uh, was Immortal... With Flair and AJ Styles or something like that—is that what it was? Immortal. Right, get googling, guys. Ah, uh, get googling. Double check out of me. All right, that was the Bischoff, Hogan, Abyss, Jeff Hardy, and Jarrett. I don't have much memory of that, if I'm honest. Anyway, uh, Daniel says Jimmy Savile. Mm-hmm. Standard. Um, KPG says Rolf Harris. That was so going to get a string of pedophiles now. That's just, that's just. I knew it was going to happen. I was thinking, where's the pedos? Mm. Uh, Jason Robb says Trump and Trump did a heel turn Well you remember he was quite over at WrestleMania 23 right He was a... He was quite over He was the face He was a baby face at that wasn't he uh-huh. well, That's what happened there Jason put it on saying Trump easy uh, Ryan Wilson replied to him saying when was he ever oh, a face And Jason just went WrestleMania 23 I mean you go back to like see Howard Stern he hates he's a pure Hillary Clinton guy I know I'm obsessed with Howard Stern but he would get Donald Trump on in the 90s and early noughties and be like, Mr. Trump, thank you for coming to the show, Mr. Trump, aye, Mr. Aye. Trump. The, the Yanks loved them. Um, Beppe Signori says uh, Michael Barrymore. 
Where do you turn here? Well, I would say Barrymore's maybe a tweener. <laughs> He's a tweener. <laughs> Barrymore's a classic tweener. Aye. Um, and lastly, Bob's your uncle says Jeremy Kyle would be a heel throughout the show, then become a baby face at the end when he sends folk to rehab. Did you catch? Did you catch some of that documentary? No, I never saw any. Was it bad? Oh my lordy, lordy, lord! I, I watched it all, man. I used to I, love Jeremy Kyle, man, and now I can hate him. Now you probably think yourself is quite dirty, actually, thinking that you you got a kick out of that shit back in the day when you think it was absolutely brutal what they would right. do. Total exploitation, folk with addictions, and don't get me wrong, there's some folk with addictions that were bad people, but it was a matter of getting them on, exploit them, yeah, a fucking dirty, well, it wasn't that, but he, but he did swear that they, they, there was footage um, that leaked, or at least for, for, for when he would record in a studio, Rab, and he's giving it, ah, oh, who's talking? Ah, oh, for fuck's sake, hey, who is that? And like bringing on like runners and all that and kind of making an arse of them and stuff like that. But what I found very, very interesting, because did I tell you that, see the guy that created World of Sport on ITV, did I tell you that? Um, Tom. Tom McLennan. He was a guy that... Who created World, the New World of Sport show. Created the New World of Sport. You mean, you mean Tom? Tom. 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 Tom McLennan. Tom McLennan. Right. Tom, who I uh, had basically dealings with for nearly two years solid, he was Jeremy Kyle's best man and the, also the producer of the Jeremy Kyle show. So oh. I've, so you know, I've got folk, and obviously Jarrett was involved in it and stuff like that. So I've got like, so he was involved in it. Did you, did you? Does that name ring 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 a bell, Ryan? Did they bring this guy up? Aye, he was the guy that they had um, in front of the parliament yeah, in that documentary. They had, they had him and that guy Graham that does the, the aftercare. Ah, Graham. Oh, that was still a bad. But um, very, 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 <laughs> very, very that, interesting. But because I've got the likes of like Jarrett texting me, going, "Is there any way I can see that Jeremy Kyle documentary?" Oh, really? <laughs> because obviously he he worked with Tom as well, so he's like, "This is just mind blowing to see this guy come under so much pressure." Wow. Because he was and he was a guy, and I think even back then he knew stuff was coming with Jeremy Kyle. I think he was. I think that was maybe one of the reasons why he got World of the Sport gone. He had Rinder, he had Jeremy Kyle, but he knew. That, uh, the Jeremy Kyle didn't have long left because it was coming to that time and we were getting a wee bit, you know, these folk becoming exploited were becoming a lot less tolerant of that sort of shit. Do you know what I mean? And if you want to get in touch with us about any of that, Jade Goody, Jeremy Kyle, <laughs> or just random wrestling related it stuff. Was, it was Twitter at Wrestling Daft, Insta Wrestling Daft mm-hmm. Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook or email us at wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. But it's funny, right, because one of the other, I don't say what wrestling is, I've probably said it before, but remember, I would, <laughs> I would um, recommend some of the wrestlers, and Tom would go, oh, to me, he's just a man in punts. Again, <laughs> <laughs> wrestlers that were good, but never had a character. He's just a man in punts for me. He's just a man in punts. Now, every week we separate the diesel prices for the petrol prices. Very good, as we bury or put over stuff for the world of wrestling. So, what do you want to talk about this week, Grado? What are you, what are you feeling? What do you want to... No, I want to talk a wee bit about... Um, Biggie. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we've got to talk about that. I don't know what you say about that. Very lucky, is what you say, right? For, for me, Rab, it's like a smackdown. The opening match, a big guy like that, taking a move like that on Taking the a outside. Bum like, yep. 
it's like it's beggar's belief, man. I mean, seriously. They're doing, they, I think you've hit on something interesting there because I do think these shows they're doing too much. Every match is doing too much. It's interesting as well. We hear Scott Hall, right? A lot of these stories for a lot of people, for a lot of wrestlers talking about Scott Hawk saying to them backstage, slow down, slow mm-hmm. down, all that kind of stuff. And you kind of feel like there is that sense that they fucking need that, man. They need somebody there just going... Because you think about Scott Hall, bringing Scott Hall in again, but he... Sometimes he wouldn't do that much in matches, you know what I mean? He had like explosive acceleration and all that, and he could, he could hang with anybody, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They also knew how to just... It's these great, the greats know how to kind of distill everything down to just these kind of wee moments, discreet moments. Aye. I kind of feel that like a lot of these matches you're seeing now on your SmackDowns and your Raws that are just, you know, just a weekly churn of shows and they're fucking, you know, like you say, bumps like that. There's no need for it. Mate, I'd rather watch Scott Hall hit a crisp what punch Aye. than see something like that. Aye, you know what I mean? But he's a very lucky man, and obviously we're all very glad that he's... Um, and even just we daft things, like, so, let's say he was getting put in a sharpshooter, right? He's about to get put in a sharpshooter. She's just, he's selling up, like, oh, 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 okay. aye, aye, aye. Just wee things like that, man. You're like, this guy's a man. Aye, aye. And that's, uh, that's the fucking tiring thing about, you know, hitting out boy that stuff about storytelling and all that, but... But it's true. It's a cliche because it's true. Um, but aye, so we're, we're all very, you know, we could have been easily reporting on something fucking terrible. So very lucky and glad that Biggie's all right. He's a very popular dude. Everybody so knows. is he going to be fine? I, heard, I thought he broke his neck. Apparently he did so. break his neck. Aye. He did break his neck, but he's it's no um, it's no as serious as as was first feared. Um, so I think you know you you have to get a wee bit of work done. I'd need surgery. I don't think, as far as I know. Uh, no, so no, 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 no surgery. Okay, you see on that. You're saying about a big guy taking these bumps, man. You, you see it every single week. The big guys taking bumps, but is that like a freak accident for something like that to happen, or is it a case of it was bound to happen at some point soon? To, well, to listen, I don't why, buddy, that because the boy that done it is is a gent and he's he's, he's totally brand new enough. My heart goes out to him. But it's like what Taz said, it's got nothing to do with strength. It was a technique. The, te- the technique, right, okay. the actual, the way he, he hit the move was, I mean, he was he kicked his legs up and he, I just don't know, he just didn't, didn't arch back far enough. And for me, it's it's, it's got, totally got to do with technique. But the thing is, he's, he's, he's fucking big E. It's like, he's like a fucking bus. A giant. Uh, you know what I mean? Good. It's hard to, I just... I don't know why you... Why I can't... Because I said... Because I, said, cause I said, obviously I was with, with Booker. I was like, but surely the road agent or producer, whatever you call him now, is turning around going, no, nah, listen, it's opening match and it's a TV show. Uh, we're not doing that. And he says, well, they might have... The producers could say that way once, but they still want, they still done it. You know, it's, it doesn't always work out. If you've been told not to do it, some folk will just do it. But why do they need to be taking bumps like that? Really? Well, we're glad nothing worse happened. Um, let's see what the punters are saying. Uh, David wants to put a revolution, triple threat tag match in particular. Pace of the match was incredible. Once they buried the length of these pay-per-views, leaving the crowd spent in the last hour. The main event felt like an anticlimax after all that came before it. This is a wee worry I've got about WrestleMania. Is like, you know, they, they split it into two nights and then it feels like they're, they're stacking the fucking nights again as well. So it's like, instead of solving the problem they had where the show was too long, 
by splitting any two nights. They've now split it any two nights, and then they're starting to fucking pad day nights out as well. So you end up with mm. two too long shows. And we've got we've got we've got all these celebrity matches. Is is Austin? What's the crack with Austin? Did I see Al Smith Celtic Cup rub. What? No, it's no. It's oh, actually it a Sporting Lisbon one. It says Roberto. Um, I thought he was getting on there, is it? So just fucking calm down, boys, all right? You're going to have you are you fucking this, is fucking, this is your whole town, boys. This is your whole town. <laughs> your whole town. Um, I'm going to take off my jumper. I, uh, I, what was I saying? I was saying. I was saying. WrestleMania. Oh, I, I, WrestleMania, too long, but you were going to say Grado. Well, I didn't know that it was uh, Austin is going to be on the KO show, Aye, so it's KO not a show. match. It's not a match, no. <laughs> well, do you know, because I was, I, was I was spitting two minds with it anyway, but Austin, it, it seemed a bit random for him to come back at this point, eh? Aye. Aye. What are the chances, though? Cause is it, it going to be in his breaks? It is a wee bit underwhelming, I think, that it's Austin's going to be coming on the KO show. And it's the main event of the Saturday night? I don't know about that. I think it no. is. No, I'm, did, did they not say the, the women's match? You know, oh, is it? Ronda right, and Charlotte, I think, last night. But what do you think of the chances of Austin turning up for the KO show? And Because everybody knows a mile away what's going to happen. That Austin's going to come and stun her Kevin Owens with his boots and all that. What are the chances of somebody else getting involved and then you've actually got a match for SummerSlam? So, so Austin, so Austin's got a match for SummerSlam? Aye. Well then, are they not going to plant the seed with the Seth Rollins stuff now? Because I watched it, funnily enough, I watched the Battle Raw. Well, I, I think with the, the Seth Rollins one, is leaning towards Cody, isn't it? Yeah, uh, alright, well, is he even gone? Aye, that's what they're I leaning towards. Cody's going to be at WrestleMania, surely to God. Aye, aye, he'll be at WrestleMania. I think, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the, the, the Owens and Stone Cold thing was like a bit of a scrap on the Saturday than a match on the Sunday. Spread, well, spread over two I mean you get two audiences in Dallas you want to have so gold in front of us so you need to find a reason to put them in front of both maybe but surely are folk paying to go just the in night well no but you kind of need to bank for people who are I suppose you know you, you would generally think people would pay for both nights but you still probably need to factor in that some folk won't and they'll want to see Stone Cold I think it would, I think it's just a matter of Austin's at Mania and there'll be a couple of couple of stunners and some Steve Weisers. We were uh, talking about being orphans, right? And on the seventh, uh, on the seventh at the SC, uh, the Armadillo, right? We're doing a performance, and it's a press night, right? So that's this April. The, that's when all the critics come. I seventh of April, right? Press night is when all the critics come and all that. Can me and Crofty come? Um, I if you buy tickets, may I? Right, um, the capital there on it. Huh? <laughs> Listen, press night. Everybody's excited about it, right? Mm-hmm. All, all, the, all the actors are all like what am I going to wear for press night and all that and they're all like picking out their dresses and showing each other their suits and all that kind of stuff like, Rob what are you going to wear have you decided yet and all that right there's this boy called Martin Quinn right it's in the show he's a really funny really funny guy um, and me and him are kind of sitting and they're saying what are you going to wear and I says to Martin I says imagine I just turned up at press night dressed as the Undertaker just <laughs> full and he went that's a brilliant idea mate you should turn up as Undertaker and I'll come as Kane and the two is all so we're standing there for like a photo with Peter Mullen and Peter Mullen's standing there and then I'm just standing there like that as Undertaker rolling my eyes and how fucking funny would that be? <laughs> <laughs> Can I get out of my head now? Now, now when I'm it? looking at... Sorry, sorry Ryan, what are you saying? 
just because they plays in quite well and all, we're playing Undertaker and Orson's in her. It's true. Who came as my favourite orphans? So he put so new when I'm looking at Clay's for actually when I'm going, that's fucking not going to be as good as if I turned up as Undertaker, man. It'd be, you know. Anyway, you could do American badass. It'd be easy to do if you're fun, if you're struggling if you're struggling to get a big gothic cloak. Or just turn up on a motorbike, not it. <laughs> With a bandana on not it. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's see what the punters are saying, right? Here. Let's go by the punters. Scott puts through a session Moth Martinez AEW debut in Dark last week, Dark Elevation. Um, you. Been on a show with her, right? Great. She's great. That was good to see. Jimmy wants to put over a Patreon. Just signed up. Good on you, Jimmy. Anybody else that wants to sign up, we really appreciate it. Nice to wrestlers wants to put over AEW signing regal. <laughs> Don't care what anybody says. That's their most important signing today. Three-way tag at Revolution was tremendous. Very Britt versus Rosa. The build was cold. Match was a snore fest. Only match on the show. Didn't like. Didn't like that. Stephen wants to put over Revolution, particularly Punk versus MJF. He wants to put over the Raw tag title match for Raw. And Austin's video respondent to KO. But Stephen wants to bury Darby Pin and Matt Hardy for a missed coffin drop. JR's commentary for Revolution and all the 24-7 title shit. I can't believe they're still doing it, 24-7 title, Kenny. Did you see that coffin drop, by the way? Matt Hardy rolls it away, but doesn't get hit and then gets pinned. Fucking die. That's happened a few times with Matt, innit? Do you know how an elbow drop on the fucking fan air a couple of months ago or not? Did you know say it was that an Eddie Guerrero thing as well, didn't he? Tried to play off as that rather than the fact that he just made an arse it. Alright. Mick wants to put over Vince on Pat Mack's show not looking like a corpse with the crying red eyes for once. He seemed quite with it. And wants to bury Mr. Hughes' shit breakfast he posts on Facebook. <laughs> this is the kind of thing that you would talk about, Grado, Mr. Hughes posting shit breakfasts on Facebook. He wants and, to bury him. Um, I he wants to bury him for that. How bad does a picture of breakfast here? It doesn't look good right enough. It looks oh, a bit messy. Bread, eggs. Slice of bread, some eggs. Is that maybe like totties or something? A wee bit of potato, a wee fried totties. That looks quite American with the fried totties like that. It does, doesn't it? It does. That looks all right to me, to be honest. I've had it. Yeah, I did that as well. I can eat the bread. Draft Ash wants to put over just the wrestling in general. Good surprises and matches all round. He wants to bury all the wee fannies taking digs at WWE because it's a cool thing to do. Cooper wants to put over NXT 2.0 again. It's batshit mental and I've loved every second of it. He wants to bury Owens and Rollins fighting over an interview with Stone Cold. Match, fair enough, but that's pish. Um, is there an argument that NXT 2.0 is much more fun than NXT 1 was in its later days? Well, I think they're later enjoying it. I've not managed to catch it, but was Rey Mysterio and Dominic? Dominic were there. And mm-hmm. this was, uh, the reason why I know that is because GB, GB was texting me going, by the way, Rey Mysterio and Dominic want me to FaceTime you. What are you doing? Unfortunately, I was away at a night out with the Goredo night out, so I couldn't answer it. So I was a bit, I was a bit devastated. Do you turn down Rey Mysterio for Barry Ferguson? <laughs> no. That's shocking. I was like, I can't speak, mate. I'm out with Barry Ferguson, man, and Croft doing that. He's a brick. <laughs> Spray paint Scott wants to put over OTT in Dublin. Incredible being back at the National Stadium with 2,000 lunatics. Made me think of Grado in the same venue a few years back, opening the show versus Charlie Sterling. That is that is a, a mega, mega tiny venue there, there, by the way. There's been some cracking shows. I'd love to go back out there at one point. Remember that show, man? That was great, man. And actually, TNA used that venue, I'm sure, back in the day as well. And it was so good. I think it was about 2,000 folk. Can you get in there? It's an amazing place to wrestle.
Well, now it's the part of the show where we invite you, the listeners, to their run-in. Come on and give your thoughts and opinions on wrestling or just talk nonsense. This week, it's the great man, Ryan Wilson. Um, Ryan weighs in at a combined weight of 247 pounds. He hails from... Where do you hail for, Ryan? Multi-story car park, it looks at. Hi, Ryan. Ryan, where do you hail for? Uh, for Dumbarton, mate. He hails from Dumbarton, Scotland. And he his finishing mo- manoeuvre is... The stink face. <laughs> stink face. How you doing, Ryan? What are you up to? Are you sitting currently outside your ex-wife's house in your motor, watching to Aye. see when our new man turns up so you can go and hit him in the back of the head with a glass ginger bowl? No, he's already in the boot. <laughs> so I'll just go to this podcast and I'll go to leaving and dump him. Whereabouts you got to put him, do you think? Sir? Whereabouts do you think you're going to put him? Well, I can't tell you that in case the police are there. Right. Hey, but I love hey. quite the city, so I might just stick him down there somewhere. I think you need to go further than the. I think you need to go further than leaving, man. Do you rap? I go to Helmsburg. I go, go to Helmsburg. Helmsburg's plenty of places to Rab will show you up here. Right. Um, have you ever eaten a guy? Hey, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so Ryan, no, what's yeah. your story, man? Why are you in your motor anyway? What's going on? Uh, the winds are just sleeping. The winds are sleeping there, so I'd want to wake them up. Oh, so you've came out to the motor today, the thing? Aye, I'm fucking you? dying as well. I've got COVID. Well, you should have been <laughs> in your car, have you? I don't think you're allowed to leave the house, are you? Aye, but I'm not going to drive anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing deliveries. He's doing takeaway deliveries tonight. He's doing takeaway deliveries tonight. <laughs> With COVID. I've got my mask, I know. I've got my mask. I had a guy come out of my house um, a couple of weeks ago and he went, by the way, just letting you know I've got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and I was too fair to say it, and I was like, ah, that's cool, man. Because <laughs> I've already heard it, but I was thinking, how fucking don't kill anymore. Did you let him in? It was somebody didn't work in here and this wee bit in here. You just said, by the way, I've got, I've got COVID, but it's all right. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's cool, man. I don't think it is, mate. I don't think it is. Right, so Ryan, tell, oh. me, a sto- tell me a story, Ryan. What's, what's going on with you? Eh... Uh... Well, apart from having COVID, uh, I work for the Martin Council. I'm a housing officer. Uh, nice. So you're the man to see, if you're in Dumbarton, you're the man to Dad. see for um, getting a wee, like, Wayne's, we need a wee place for a garden. Can you get us on the list? Aye. Aye. Go homeless. There's your tip. <laughs> see your homeless, even if you're no. You'll get a house faster. Say you're homeless <laughs> and you'll get a house faster. That's the that's the key. Um, right, aye. I tell you one thing that's good about Dumbarton is the various Castle. places you no, I'm just, it's got everything in terms of for something to eat. Isn't it? McDonald's. McDonald's. It's, got it's got the trifecta, right? It's got McDonald's, Burger it's, King. Oh, hold on, it's not got Burger King. It's not got Burger King. It's got oh, so it's just and a KFC. I've got a Marks and Sparks and a Greg's Domino's. and all that. Uh, it does have a Martin Sparks, uh, a Greg's, it does have a Domino's. It used to have a TGI, I not a TGI, it's a Frankie and Benny's, but that shot down. That's right, anyway. Uh, a, I mean, that's, and it's at that roundabout, I go through Dumbarton every, twice a day. Um, all the roundabouts, I remember when I learned to drive, when I had to pass my driving test, I had to do the roundabouts at Dumbarton. They were the most they're challenging toughies. things I'd ever experienced in my life. They're toughies, man. And they're a fucking breeze now. Now they're a breeze, but... 
Um, Aidan Barton got a castle. Uh, it's where River City gets yeah. filmed. Um, right there. Have you ever? Two train stations. Two train stations. No, I've never seen each other. Pointless. Sorry. Have you, no, sorry. Have you have you ever stood outside the River City Studios before? It's right. It's right outside my house. Like my back garden's there. River City's like right there. I could fucking throw a rocket. Fucking Boba if I wanted to. Do you ever? Uh, Sharon, Gonny, will you, you going to do that? I yeah. try it. I don't want to get the cops on me too much heat, you know what I mean? But like, when that dies, then I'll hit my rock. It's actually Bob in the back of the motor. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> nah, my missus. <laughs> you ever, um, have you ever shouted, have you ever, you and your missus ever been up in the bedroom and you've opened the window and shouted over at some of the other city women to ask for a threesome? Uh, no, I don't watch other cities. I don't know any candidates. See when Johnny Beatty was like, see when Johnny Beatty was alive. Did you ever ask him for a piece? <laughs> uh, I didn't, but uh, that's a shame. I should have missed my chance now. Uh, so, what's your Scott Hall story? Uh, was he a, was he nice to you when you met him? I've never met him, but I've got a Scott Hall story, kinda. Go tell uh, me. Just like, oh, right. So it's not I've nothing to do with Scott Hall at all, really, right? But. Good, that's all, all the best Scott Hall stories. That's the way we've been on it. Good start, man, good start. I had the shits, right? I was in Claybank, and I needed a shite, and the only place that was open was like the Sea Claybank Market. Mm-hmm. Um, the shite market, they've got a wee, behind the butchers of all places, there's a public toilet, which isn't healthy, right? But anyway, uh, I had to, had, had to go, right? But I didn't realise it was a disabled toilet, and I fucking... There's a wee crack in the door, so I was looking through, and there's somebody in a fucking wheelchair waiting to come in after me. <laughs> and then I don't know why, but I just feel you're bad. I was like, I need to pretend I'm disabled, come out here. I don't really know how to act disabled without being a pure offensive, right? So I just thought I sort of done the, the Scott Hall walk when I walked it, like sort of walking to the sides, like the wee strut, like. <laughs> that, that was my hunt. <laughs> so you done the Scott Hall surf walk? I just saw out the toilet. I just fucked my tooth big arm. I mean, I think I think that says everything you, you know about Scott Hall. That you know, because he, he was a significant figure, and you know, he was a significant figure. And I think it's I. I think you made a good point. Um, who, who what wrestling do you watch? Your new mate? Just the AEW. Just AEW. I really tried. Uh, yeah, I tried with WWE. SummerSlam or Survivor Series one of them was so bad that I just stopped watching for ages and then when the Royal Rumble came around I thought I'll get a chance because it's the Rumble if I'll get back into it and see what it's like that was a fucking mistake I barely watched it since the Rumble it was bad I had been away for that long I was just like who the fuck is Madcap Moss like who the fuck are all these cunts it's a bunch of jobbers that nobody knows uh, nobody's exciting me I think this is the least excited I've ever been for a Wrestlemania either but I just don't care it's like less than two weeks away and I don't give a fuck so I mean that's that's very uptight very uptight man what do you think of Captain have you seen Captain come what do you think of it what did he say did you say that yeah <laughs> no, I said I'm up tight. I've got a body in the car. You are bad as fuck. See if um, see if Grado was promoting the show right. His 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 family bash right, and you and he booked you right, Ryan. Who who would you 
See if you had to wear anybody's skin on, right? If you were to come out and make an entrance and Grado's like, what are you going to wear? Remember, it's a family hang, so nothing too inappropriate. And then you went, I'll fucking show him inappropriate. I'll wear somebody's skin. Whose skin would you wear? Did they be a wrestler skin? Or just anybody's no, it could skin? be anybody's skin. What's a thinker? Uh, a celebrity know, would probably um, be good. Don't, don't just say it or my neighbour to those donuts that they help to any of the listeners. Just to be more distasteful. Probably like somebody that's deep. Like come out with Ben Wall's skin or something on, and it's all like falling apart and that. Or falling happy. Can I say that? Thank you. <laughs> ben, 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 how how do you say Ben Ben Wall? Ben what? Ben what? You said Ben Wall. Ben Wall. Ben Wall. Ben Wall. How do you say Chris Jericho? I, I can't really talk very well either because I'm all boxed up. Uh, but. Uh, can you Chris taste your, can you can you taste your food? Aye. Does Chris Jericho go like hair plugs, hair extensions? I think so. It looks good, but has he got fake good. abs? Do you think he's got fake abs? No. He is uh, looking I, good, isn't he? He is looking good, isn't he? If you're going to get you're fake right. abs, mate, you make them better than that, wouldn't you? Like they're, they're back in all the other place. They are. But you can't have them too good. Ah, <laughs> uh, because even when he was fat, he still had abs. He had sort of fat guy abs. Some people have. Aye, aye, aye. Aye, let me. He looks great. I think he looks fucking great. Anyway, Ryan, thanks so much for coming on and, and, and sneaking away for your family to give us a wee bit of your time. Um, how yeah, how far into the COVID journey are you? How many days in? Two days. I've just got it, so I'm absolutely fucked. Uh, oh. Tuesday, I think I got it. I think it was a day first. Get in and get cosy and just watch some stuff and, and take it easy, mate. What age are your wains? Uh, two and four. Oh, for fuck's sake, there's no taking it easy no, for no. you, mate. There's no taking it easy uh, for you. It's nursery in school, so it's one of the ones. Well, that's how I got COVID, probably, because I have been quite good, quite safe, but they're at school, so you can't really do anything about it. Is this your first time getting it? Aye, aye. All right, well, we'll take it easy, man. Get get rest, drink rest, plenty of water. We don't want to hear that you've died, because that would be... No, no, it'd, just, it'd just be a bummer. It would just be a bit of a bummer, man. We'd need, a bit probably, shit, probably need a tribute show and all that. Aye, we'd need all that kind of stuff. 10 bells now. Is that true? Your family bash? I will. But if you, if you pass, if you, you pass. Not just case one anyway. Man, right, okay. Right. Right. You know, right, actually, I actually can't take you out. You need your phone in the box office. So the phone in the box office and they'll get and, and I'll be with it, right? Sound me, I'll do that. <laughs> oh, you fuck, man. <laughs> hey, I'll see you later, Ryan. Thanks see so later, much. Ryan, bye bye. Take it easy. Yeah, take care. Take care. See you. And if you want to be on the run in, your best bet is to sign up to our Patreon. As the World Heavyweight Champs get first dibs, IC Champs get second, Cruiserweight Champions get third. Get on patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft to get involved. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You just made the list! It's a list. It's a list. The list of wrestling daft... This week's dream matches lose out yet again. Nobody's interested in dream matches as the patrons went in for the best wrestling t-shirts. What the fuck? Was this was this John that put this together? Aye. It was, mate, yes. Best wrestling t-shirts, 69% of the vote. 
So I'm going to give you my top three favourite wrestling t-shirts of all time. Well, it's actually really easy because number one is in this fucking thing. Picture, right, right. There, Ryan, producer Ryan is wearing it right now. I'll tell you, my number one is the NWO t-shirt, right? Without oh, a doubt. Right. And number one is NWO. Um, number two is going to be Stone Cold, the classic fucking Austin 316 t-shirt, which I absolutely love. And my number three would be the Eddie Guerrero tribute t-shirt, the black with Eddie Guerrero's face. Scarface. And the date's eye, Scarface style one. Beautiful. Nice. Absolutely beautiful. That's my top three. Um, Paul, you are you any wrestling t-shirts, Grado, that you love, that you think fondly of, that you remember with fondness? <clears throat> Um, well, there was a shop in Irvine in the forum that there was a WWF shop, and I would go in and get t-shirts when I was a boy. I had the It's True, It's True, Kurt Angle one. My gran bought me the Just Bring It. I was fond of that. Uh, NWO, I've had that. Aye, I'm trying to think what my absolute favourite one was. Um, okay, too, probably. Nah. Mm. Nah, nothing. What about a Gradle t-shirt? Well, what was my, what was my fault? There's Ryan. There's me. Wrestling in t-shirt's pretty good, right? That's, that's a good, good one. Big man's, big man's merch on. Funded that guy for a couple of years. Nah, that was a good one. Tell you funny it was a Rangers fan. I don't funny Rangers. It's fun, mate. It's fun. Let's <laughs> see what the punters are saying. Paul says that NWO Brandon still makes the WWE millions of dollars a year. I bet he does, by the way. I remember getting that when I went to see... Uh, thing with the WWF when he came to Glasgow, May 2002, and I've got a distinct memory as well that when the show was starting, because I was more interested in going to the show, I the matches were on, but I was like, well, we'll see if we can see backstage, Can I was always wanting to see, wonder if we can see him at the curtain, and I do remember Scott Hall peeking through just at the start of the show, just to look to see, who, do you know what I mean? Aye, aye, aye. I, I think I'm, no, it was, it was him, or was it Regal? No, it was definitely Scott Hall. Well, um, Jushin Thunder Liger says the Bullet Club t-shirt blew up into the mainstream. That's true. That was that's true. That was everywhere, Bullet Club, wasn't it? Simon says, got one made when I was a kid in Parkhead Forge with a smoking skull and what on the front and a big green Degeneration X logo on the back. Absolutely loved it. 11 out of 10 for creativity on his part. And he's pretty I, sure he still got it. That sounds like a pure half and half scarf in the paper, doesn't it? Ah, yeah, it's one of the ones, isn't it? Bronze Cello says, one of my favourites. Definitely get chucked at a P in school for wearing this. It's the Socket DX one. The hockey jersey. That, I, I always wanted that when I was a wee guy, but that was always too dear. Ah, yeah. Uh, that was about 50 bar at the time. Because that was around about the time there was Jericho's hockey shirt, and I remember that. Oh, aye, aye, aye. aye. Jamie says, favourite as a kid um, is that I am cocked, locked, and ready to unload um, oh, Valvinus yes. T-shirt. Disgusting. Um, just looking at pictures here. Uh, oh, JR says there was a Triple H one years ago. It was light grey, I think, and it had two skulls facing each other. A very oh, vague yeah. description. I think I can remember that right enough. Triple H just had nice t-shirts, actually. I remember his Game Over one and all that. that uh, some Randy Orton ones are nice, I know. Are they? I uh, just like quite like... Part of, I love Randy Orton. Mike Dow says, obviously, that Sin Cara t-shirt that had a willy on it. And there's a picture here, and it does look a wee bit like a, a dauber. <laughs> Ryan says, I know everybody hates him, but this is a beauty. I mean, it's really a terrible T-shirt. I am your pain, and it's Triple H. I don't think it's That's, a... Everybody doesn't hate Triple H, do they? No. I hate that T-shirt, or that's stinking. Um, Ian says, this is probably my favourite. 
And it's a Drew McIntyre t-shirt. It's a great picture of Drew there, actually. His, his legs are looking really good. I tell you what, that's, that's one thing. WWE, there's no that many t-shirts that you see folk wearing every day, yet the stuff that pro wrestling tees turns out is probably more popular than it. You know, you're not like that. And it really, they're well on their game with the merch because you, we had the Bullet Club gear and the CM Punk, and I think they've got deals with some of the legends that are no part of the WWE anymore. I think they've even still got, I think they've got like a Steve Austin brand and all that in there anyway. So I think WWE has a bit of an issue where they, they, they bring out too many t shirts. So they, they change them up too regularly now that nothing gets a chance to become kind of iconic. You know what I mean? Um, I think that's an issue. The New Day have had a lot of decent t-shirts, I think. You know what I mean? A lot of really, really kind of colourful, fun, good t-shirts. Um, keep... <laughs> what? It's fucking true, mate. I've had a couple of colourful, fun t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> fucking sit down, Fucking Rice Krispies boxes, not that. Oh, colourful, fuck, fucking sit down. Kieran says, classic NWO shirt, of course. CM Punk's AEW debut t-shirt and The Rock's just bring it shut. But you see the likes of the NWO shirt, the amount of fucking dafties that end up parodying it, the amount of, you know what I mean, companies or wrestlers, it's annoying. Uh, it's like I remember I brought out a Gradomania one that was like obviously a, a parody of Hulkamania and Colt Cabana going, you're a loser, man. You're an absolute loser. And I agree with him. It was wrong. Nobody has mentioned the, the Hulkamania t-shirt. Nobody has... It said Grado Mena and it had, and below, it's your cell brother. <laughs> but do you know it's weird that nobody's mentioned the Hulkamania t-shirt? Uh, nobody's, nobody's mentioned the uh, uh, Hot Rod, Rowdy Roddy Piper t-shirt. That's a popular one, aye. Yeah. Um, the, the Purple Macho Man one, I had that. Well, I would, listen, I saw a lot of people wearing that. That's a crap. I've got a random one that I bought. It's, uh, it's a heavy machinery cap and it just says steaks and weights on it. And I thought, that's quite cool, I'm going to get that. <laughs> it was like £7 on Euroshop. I thought, fuck it, I'm buying it. And I quite like it. God, I remember last year I go, I, 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 when New Jack died, I, got, I ordered one, a New Jack t-shirt and a Sandman t-shirt. I was fucking delighted when it came. I might jump on. I'm in the mood to jump on fucking Mate, day should, and man. buy some t-shirts. Mate, like a, like a, like a, um, like a fucking, what do you call them? Like a... Like a Brody fucking, what'd you call him back in the 80s? Brody. Bruiser Brody. Bruiser Brody. Do you know what I mean? I, it's cool that there's stuff like that up there. It's cool, I think. I like Sable or something. No. <laughs> no but you know what I mean? Like, something uh, like, why is he wearing a fucking Sable t-shirt? There's so, mate, there's, ra- there's the random pro wrestling tees. I guess like, I'm a head, like a headbangers t-shirt. Aye, there's all that up there. Maven. A Maven t-shirt for you know, me. see I think what t-shirt would I really love to wear? I would love to wear a fucking Steve Blackman fucking head cheese. Uh, t-shirt of Blackman and Al Snow. That must, that must have existed, right? Part of featured wrestler stores. Let's have a fucking look, man. Featured wrestler stores. I mean, there's every right, well, just to, I'm right on eBay the new. Let's see. Steve Blackman t-shirt. Let's see if there is a Steve Blackman t-shirt. Because... C.W. Anderson. There's C.W. Anderson t-shirts up there. I mean, there is. There's, there's fucking Steve Blackman t-shirts here. They're expensive. These, these are expensive. These Glacier. There's a Steve Blackman take the pain and like it t-shirt, and it's 110 quid. Oh my god. There's, there's Kelly Kelly. This is unbelievable, man. Luna Vachon. That would be quite random, wouldn't it? A big Bossman t-shirt. I wouldn't mind as well. Raven. Um, let's see. Sorry, you, the listeners will need to bear ways. The new, but we're doing a wee bit of a uh, perusal. 
wee bit of personalizations. Bit of online shopping. Um, bit of online shopping. The Bossman t-shirts, but it's not the best area of Bossman, which was obviously when he was working with the uh, corporation. After um, the Wild Simone. Let's see who else could I look for. Papa Shango t-shirt. <laughs> Let's see. Tito Santana. Ah, oh, there's Papa Shango t-shirts here. They're expensive though. See getting these retro, see getting these retro shirts. Expensive. Terry Funk, man, the Terry Funk U University one. Eh? That's a kind nice. of legendary t-shirt, isn't it? Aye. Oh, for fuck's sake. Can you believe it? Nobody fucking said the Cactus Jack t-shirt. Aye. The one to dead alive. I mean, he must I mean, that's make. A, that's a fucking famous t-shirt, man. Aye, is it? And he's still he's still going to room me. If, if Mike Foley turns up at a fucking hang, he's got the t-shirts. Grab, go to Terry Funk's t-shirts and have a look at the t-shirts, mate. Wait, I'm gone. They are fucking. Where, you, where are you? Where are you looking for these? Just, just go down to T for Terry. Own what? Own Pro Wrestling Tees. Pro Wrestling Tees dot com. No, I thought that's what you were on. No, no, I was on eBay. I was looking oh, at old right. retro ones on eBay. Let's see, right? So Pro Wrestling Tees. How are pro wrestling tees that shipping to the UK, by the way? Aye, they, 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 they come Have in they a UK distributor? No, 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 no. I actually was speaking to, I actually spoke to the owner once about doing that, about having pro wrestling tees UK. Well, they should have, man. They're missing a fucking trick. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's see. Terry Funk, I'm having a look. This might be boring for cunts, no, it's no, it's exciting. I think I think this is exactly what our listeners are wanting to hear. Uh, they're all shopping as well, don't they? Right, all, let's get googling. Even if you're driving, just get your phone out <laughs> and let's have a. Oh, these t-shirts are good, man. And they the Terry Funk ones. Aye, the Funk ones are good. There's fucking loads of them. That's king of the Texas Deathmatch ones, cracking. I like the Terry Funk versus Sabu, king of the hardcore one. I like that Texas Bronco one as well, man. That's a nice one. Oh man, some of these are really nice. Beautiful. Beautiful. Anyway, so check out. Yeah, I'm sure you don't know about pro wrestling tees, but if you don't check it out, because it's time to wear some t-shirts. And speaking of t-shirts, right? Um, why not get a wrestling daft t-shirt at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft? If you don't want to buy one of your t-shirts, you can always support us just by going to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft, where you can watch this video version of stuff and you know, occasionally we stick other stuff up there. We have a Discord channel as well that you can get involved in. So go to patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. We'd love to welcome you to the roster and every wee bit helps. So thanks a lot for joining along with us. Now it's time for something different on Wrestling Daft. The, the watch along. Um, each week we get together as a wee community and watch a match together. Myself and Grado give detailed analysis. Now you're going to find this match on the Wrestling Daft socials and on the episode description. This week, our friend Roche Boy suggests a Nitro match between Regal and Goldberg for about 98. It's only about six minutes long, and Regal legit shoots on Goldberg if they know sells him. That sounds fucking rare. I think I maybe never saw that. This. I think I remember this, aye. Uh-huh. Um, but um, I'm ready to watch it again. Are we doing it? Let's do it. So after three, you ready, everybody? Three, two, one, play. So here comes Regal. So I hope you've queued it up. You're watching it just now. It's WCW Monday Night Nitro. Oh, it takes me back, Grado, man. Does it really? Oh, big time. Used to watch uh, Nitro and my mate, uh, Ryan McLeod's house. Um, Is that a guy that blocked me on Twitter? He blocked you on Twitter, mate, I. Um, Why did he block me on Twitter? Just had enough of you. I think I blocked him back. 
Even though that makes completely no sense. Well, you know, mutually assured destruction. It's like the Russia thing. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, and this, you know, we would have watched this. We would have had a Chinese takeaway for stands on Springburn and we'd be sitting fucking watching this. And what we used to do was we would watch Raw first. Aye. And then we'd watch Nitro after it because we'd get the shit, we'd watch the shit one first, then we'd watch Nitro. And then eventually that swapped room and we watched Nitro first and watched Raw, saved Raw. Do you think anybody back in the day got mad when they said, let's just drop Bill and we'll just call him as Goldberg the way people go after that nowadays? Nah, right enough. Nobody made a peep. Nobody made a peep. It's better dropping the name Bill, man. Imagine being a wrestler called Bill. Bill, I like it. They should have just dropped the Goldberg. Shouldn't they have? Just Just got him, So here we go. Rigo looks in better shape now, to be honest, than he is in this. (laughs) It's one of the ones where I bet you Rigo's went, listen, we'll just call it out there, mate. Health-wise, where do you think Rigo is in this match? Look at these fucking kicks and arms, man. I mean, in, <laughs> I'm a, right, this is, but it's like see for me, what my opinion on that is what what he's obviously he's he's obviously no Keenan Goldberg, isn't he? So he's mega trying to expose him with try to wrestle him, isn't he? Aye. You know, if you work in Goldberg, you don't wrestle him. You get what I'm oh, saying? Aye. He's went, I'll show us after. And to be fair... Or is he, or, or is Regal Danny's thing where he's like, right, I'll let's try make go out there and show... That you can wrestle. Show that you can do this, that you can hang with this kind of thing. I'd like to give you a wee bit more credit than that, but then by, by Regal's own admission, he's occasionally a bit of a, a wanker run about this time, isn't he? Aye, he was, because it's, it's all been... Um, People have been talking about so much this week how much Rigo has changed. Like 30 years ago, they thought he was a goner. Yeah, they I mean, if you, he... if you read Rigo's book, I read Rigo's book, and mm. it's, um, you know, it's just, he's very open about all that stuff, I mean, about who he was and the struggles right. he had. But this is just a decent sure. match so far, isn't it? But Goldberg's hanging in fine. Right. Because you would think... Oh, this... you know, he's giving a wee kick there, a wee fly kick a wee to kick the, in the dish. A wee kick. Here we go. It's no pretty, but is it? it's, no, it's no pretty, is it? It's no pretty. But it doesn't need me. But Rico's right, just a trap. He's mm. just a tough guy, Rico, as well, isn't he? I mean, look at him. It's just funny. I can just imagine what this. Aye. Get off Get off You know what I mean? <laughs> can you let it go? Fucking just. But look at Regal. I mean, I've been there right when it, where it's like guys trying to wrestle me and I'm, and I'm going, stop this fucking wrestling shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Aye, I've, aye, I've aye. been there, man. I'm like, fucking God, me. Stop doing all that. I'm in your cannonball in the corner, fuck's sake. <laughs> Just fucking get off me. I don't know if we know him all the time. I'd go fucking know him. Just fucking get off me. Oh, nice. Oh, Christmas, you like how Regal went over there, man. 
Their kick to the head. I mean, this is as I mean they they've clearly got nothing. Yeah, I mean they're winging this, aren't they? Aye. But I think if I think for it being for it being that kind of match, I'm fucking enjoying it, man. But it because it, but it looks like a contest, doesn't it? It does look like a contest. It looks like that's a contest. exactly it. Doesn't look like a dance. Doesn't look like a choreographed dance. Oh, it's looking like a. Oh, oh. oh, here we are. Just kind of went to shoot him off there, and he's changed his mind. He's just whispered something. But he's just put. Mm. Oh. I know it's getting. Hey, for a shot. Uh, I mean, this is an unbelievable amount of offence that he's getting in on on Goldberg here, isn't it? Come on, let me, 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 it's like, it's like it's that intense they're not getting time to breathe no. it's like a boxing match rounds you know what I mean look they're, at these fucking there's no they're clobbering man. one another that's funny that he just headbutted them there right because mm-hmm. I remember I sent Rigo an email and she told me watch one of my matches and he had a go at me for, for, for headbutting somebody in a match oh that bumped like a Serian man that Rigo took yeah. Jack Hammer time. Ah, that was nothing. That was great, man. Handbags are done. Listen, I would watch that any day of the week. Uh, Aye, I know what you mean. It's a bit like how we we like the the Goldberg um, uh, Lesnar matches and stuff like that. I like things. This is different. It's one of the matches where not, I don't think you would watch that as a neutral with somebody that's not a wrestling fan who would watch it. I don't think you would guess in a million years that wrestling's kid on. Literally, the two guys were slugging each other about, flinging each other about, flinging themselves at each other. Looks as if the two guys didn't like each other. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I enjoyed that, that. I think that has been a matter of, hey, I'll fucking show that stuff. You know, go, you know, re-go backstage. So let's see what this guy's got. Oh. Interesting. Anyway. It's interesting though because Regal has a habit of doing that. I can remember a few times Regal on WWE wrestling people, and they would very rarely would Regal wrestle their style of matches. More often, Regal would go and they would wrestle his style of matches. I can remember yeah. Stone Cold having a match with Regal that was like that. I'm pretty sure. Aye. Pretty sure. No, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that as well. So hopefully, you watched that. As well, let's see what. Um, what where does this info come from that's been pasted in here? I don't know. Um, John put that on. I didn't know if you were supposed to read that out or not. There's a wee comment here Steve Regal works stiff shots throughout this infamous match, making Goldberg look pretty weak in the midst of a squash match esque winning streak. That's what I'm saying. That definitely wasn't that. You know, you think that you know they've been told, right, this is going to go three or four minutes, Goldberg over strong, but it's been a bit of a contest. What it looks like is Goldberg is out there with a proper hard man who's using a un- unorthodox style for Goldberg against him, hitting him with some big shots. Goldberg's a wee bit flustered and a wee bit caught in the hop at first, but then comes back strong, wins, and he could even beat a guy wrestling that. Doesn't he look weak at all? This is the problem as well that nowadays you don't need you don't need to have a guy kicking out of somebody's finisher fucking three times to make them look strong. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, see, 
watching that and watching Goldberg, it puts my mind that like Scott Scott Hall always buried Goldberg and and shoots calling him a mark. He cared, man. He just never wanted to get beat. I couldn't care. You know, he's such a mark, man. He's such a mark. I fucking love listening to that talk. Aye, aye, it's what a mark. Because that was the thing with Scott Hall, wasn't it, as well? You know, and we should, before we wrap up, we should just have one last wee chat about Scott Hall. Is that Scott Hall never come, came across as a guy who cared about fucking winning matches? Or looking uh, good? Or, I don't mean looking good. He cared about looking good. He cared about looking cool. Aye. He cared about uh, making sure his charisma was coming across well. He cared about making sure he was in a good spot and he cared. But he, he, got, he got the deal. I mean, his whole thing with a one, two, three kid, not a... Um, very few fucking wrestlers would have done that. Yeah. No, he cared about making money, but he did care about, you're right, looking good. But he also wanted other people to look good as well. The union's coming up. I think that was put on him um, for, for Kurt Hennig or the years that he spent with him. Aye. He has sort of kind of young boy on the road, do you know what I mean? But he also understood, Scott Hall, that ultimately a heel's job, and I think this is what a lot of heels a lot of bad guys in wrestling nowadays forget is that ultimately a heel's job is to get beat mm-hmm. that's the You're fucking right. heel's job is ultimately to lose yeah you know what i mean and i don't think scott hall ever forgot that you know what i mean as as one of the best heels that ever was um, bad guys bad guys lie bad guys cheat yeah bad guys take shortcuts good guys don't lie good guys do you know what i mean yeah you, you always got that don't bury me out there. <laughs> so he was Don't be just me out there. He, he was perfect at that, and he was, you know, and he just had that. It's also the thing as well. It's like it's a total. It was a total match made in heaven. Him and Big Nash working together. I think you know what I mean. Because mm-hmm. as as strong as um, as he was as Razor Ramon and as uh, appealing as he was there. That whole fucking outsiders thing, man. It was just the best, man. So cool. So exciting. You, I know. And you can tell that they're having such a good time when they come out and they're wee. You wanted, to, you wanted to be part of NWO. You want to be part of that thing. Mm-hmm. I want to be hanging out about with you guys, man. It was I, even like the speed they fucking moved that. Like the, the, the how slowly they came down to the ring. Just all of that and just like swaggering and walking slow and sauntering and they, you know, and they fucking about. It was just something so I, cool about it, man. And then, and I always, I always love hearing about how, you know, like you'd maybe like get told in interviews or uh, Bob Holly buried Shane Douglas buried and he was just like, why? I mean, we just went out and we had a ball, man. And these guys are talking about this 20 years later, you know, about how we were bad backstage. We, all he would say is, we just had a good time. We had fun. We made money, man. It's supposed to be fun. Okay, I mean, I love no, that talk. Because it was that thing, the criticism that you would sometimes hear about Nash over the years was that he fucking didn't care about wrestling. He just cared about, he just approached it totally as like a job, a business, Aye. make money and all that. And, and it's like, what? Well, that makes him fucking daft. Mm-hmm. That makes him daft. The fact that he, he sees it for what it is, mm-hmm. that he sees it for, you know, Making sure he gets a big payday, making sure his mates got a big fucking payday. You know right. what I mean? Understanding, understanding his own value. That's the thing about Nash. Nash always understood his own worth, mm-hmm. and um, and you know, and I think, I think that's that's the thing. And I hope, I hope as you know, WWE are kind of in control of history now. A wee bit, they're in control of wrestling history now. 
because they've got all the rights to all the footage. They can make any documentaries they want. They can tell any stories they want. But the truth of the matter is, when it comes right, don't you? That most exciting time in wrestling, when that all exploded and when that match was lit, it was fucking nothing to do with the WWE. It's nothing to do with them. It was the day with Scott Hall and Kevin Nash going over to this other wrestling right. promotion, and WWE had fucking nothing to do with it. You yeah. know what I mean? But they were, you know, they like to tell the story that it's like, you know, this is part of their story. It's not part of their story. It's fucking nothing to do with them. <laughs> You're bang on, aye. Do you know what I mean? It's I mean, they did actually. Everything changed as soon as that happened. Everything changed. Mm-hmm. That was a kickstarted attitude there, and it gave me my my greatest period as a wrestling fan. That mm-hmm. the, the reason why I'm a wrestling fan still the day is that fucking period. It's that time, you know what I mean? It's watching NWO on Nitro and being like, this is the fucking coolest thing, man. The coolest thing, this whole NWO thing, you know what I mean? Um, and so, aye, so it's, so it's a massive loss because it was just, he was a hell of a character as well, wasn't he? It was some boy. Unless he was some boy, he'd be one boy, wouldn't he? I tell you, could take some, him anywhere. That's all you, that's all you need to say about him. He's some, he's some boy, he'd be one boy, he's some he, kid. He, You'll never ever get another character like that, as Kevin Nash says. You'll never ever get a character like that in wrestling. No, no definitely sad, man. not. It's quite sad, isn't it? It's quite sad, man. It's, it's, it's you know, end of era stuff, and it makes you think. You know, you start the, the one of the first things I did when it, when I when it happened was I went and googled what's Kevin Nash's age and all that, and what's you know, and you're you're going to you know these are the things Kevin Nash. Obviously, as a guy that looks after his cell well and all that, you know what I mean? So, obviously, we hope that Kevin Nash will be around for a long, long time. But you see, day, we're getting to the point now where we're, we're having to start to look at the fact that even your Stone Colds, even your fucking rocks are getting old. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even the even the young kids, the fucking upstarts, the, you know, the, the precocious young kids like the Jerichos and all that are like old guys now, you know? And so this is what we've got to look forward to as wrestling fans. Not the end episode in a total downer. But what we've got to look forward to as wrestling fans now is we're not going to have to endure the shocking early deaths of wrestlers. We're going to have to endure the the natural late life deaths of wrestlers. You know what I mean? Which will be just as fucking painful. Maybe not as shocking, maybe not as surprising, but just as painful, um, just as upsetting. And it's going to really make us think about our own mortality as well. You've been listening to wrestling. <laughs> Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple. Take, take care of each other and each other. What is it, Jerry Springer? Yes, and wherever you get your podcasts. Mind for more content, get on the patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Get some t shirts, pro wrestling tees are good. Shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. It's good. It's been great to be back. I've missed doing the show. And a great fun, great pleasure. Great to see you, Grado. Thanks for stepping in, Ryan, and helping us out while John's away spending our money in Barbados. Um, <laughs> And uh, bring me back a program for the cricket they can. And we'll see you next week up the road. It's just so. Audio Frontier. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.